It's time for grabbing with Jason, so here plane settle down. It's best you just call him Jason when they see him around town. He might as well throw the script away. He never follows it anyway. He's trying to find the joy in every day. So listen up, cause you're gathering with Jason now. What you've been doing, what's been happening, he's gonna ask it all. You never know where it's gonna go, but it's gonna be a bomb. So make yourself a drink or two. Jason's gonna pour some out of Now he's ready to share some fun with you. So say hello, we're Gavin with Jason now. Hi, and welcome to Gabbing with Gason. I am your host, Gason, or as my friends just call me, Jason. You can call me Jason. You can can call me daddy. No, I don't know. I should probably stop saying that. Should I? No, I'm going to keep saying it. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. Okay. Welcome to the show. It is, we're we're wrapping up January, um, and I can't believe a full month of the new year is already gone because I realized that I have done nothing but watch TV this month. And that is okay, because that is my version of self-care. Just putting it out there. It is okay. It is self-care. And you should self-care however you need to, as long as it's not hurting you or someone else. So, um, yeah, just saying. Um, One of the shows that I just watched, and I binged through it in like two days. It's only 10 episodes. But Guesty Bestie Kyle told me about it. It's called Traitors. Traitors, right? Not Traitors, like Trader Joe's, but Traitors. Um... And it's on Peacock. You can only get it on the Peacock app, by the way, because, you know, we all know we got to have another damn streaming service, but whatever, it's fine. Um, it's hosted by Alan Cumming, which at first when I started watching it, I was like, did he have a fall from like Grace? But trust me, by the end, I was like, this man, give him his Emmy. He needs an Emmy for best reality host. This show is amazing. If you don't know who, you should know who Alan Cumming is. You should. If you're listening to the show, you should know who he is. But in case you don't, maybe you just don't know his name. Um, he is in one of Guesty Bestie Tiffany and I's favorite movies, Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. He played the character of Sandy Frank, who uh, always had to carry a binder over his large erection um, when they were in high school. And then he also becomes the most successful person when they go back to the graduation or go back to their reunion. So uh, if you've never seen that movie we need to oh god that could be a contest Romeo and michelle trivia oh man maybe we just figured something out anyway um so he hosts it and it, it takes place in this uh scottish castle and he invites I, oh my gosh there were so many people i want to say it was like 20 i can't i think it was 20 people um Half of them are reality TV stars, and half of them are people who've never been on a reality show. And so you have reality contestants from The Bachelor, from one of the Real Housewives, um, what is it called, Below Deck, I think is that one show that takes place on a boat, Um, Big Brother, and Survivor. And you know that I'm a huge Survivor fan. And another reason that this show hooked me is Suri, who's one of my favorite players ever on Survivor, and Stephanie, who's also one of my favorite players ever on Survivor, are on this show. So I was immediately ready for it. And what it is, is they have to, 
basically do challenges to earn money for a pot, all right? And then the pot is split up amongst the winners at the end, but there is a twist. Several of the contestants are chosen to be traitors whose job it is to quote unquote murder, (laughs) not kidding, murder one of their fellow contestants. And then after the murder and after the challenge, everybody comes together and tries to decide who they think is a traitor and they try to vote them out or banish them. So in reality, you lose two contestants uh, per episode. It's kind of a crazy format, but I love it because it was very fast paced. Like I was like, man, we're flying through. And the you know, as the audience, you will see who the traitors are. And then it's um, really interesting to see how these individuals maintain healthy relationships while pretty much lying to the rest of the cast. And uh, it gets really uncomfortable at some points. There's some really funny moments. Um, there, I, I, there are moments where I teared up. Like, there's a lot going on. And the cast is so diverse. And that's what I love about it, too. Um, it gets a five uh, rainbow flag review. I don't know what I should come up with. But anyway, it gets like a five-star review for me. It is one of my absolute favorite shows. And I will preach it to the choir. Um, you have to check it out. You have to check out Traitors. Traitors. I'm trying to pronounce it effectively traitors on uh, on the peacock app um tiffany also told me to watch lucifer and i binge like half the first season so i'm still working my way through that um i also finally decided to finish um ted lasso i didn't want to because the show is so good and i wanted it to last as long as possible but i was like okay you need to um you need to finish the show <laughs> So I finally finished Ted Lasso and or season two of Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso because season three is coming out. Uh, I've never had a show that makes me cry every episode, but I don't know what it is about that show, but it does. Um, also, of course, um, caught up on my regular shows too, like all my law and orders. You know, I watch all three and uh, and Abbott Elementary because it's really good too. Um, but I also started watching uh, a new show on Netflix called Physical 100, and it's a Korean show about all of their, like, I don't think it's all, but most of their famous, uh, famous strongest athletes, and they compete in, like, this Hunger Games, not Hunger Games, I'm so sorry, Squid Game uh, style show, but they don't die, Um but they literally compete against each other. I will tell you this, the people who do the voiceovers are horrid. I'm really disappointed in your ability to be uh, representing another human with your voiceover. But um, it starts out with a hundred of them and they just do these really physically um, exertive uh, challenges. And then the winner wins, I think it's 300,000 won, I think is what they win. Um, But they're releasing the episodes like two or three at a time, which I get, but it also irritates shit out of me um, because I just want to binge it. So the first two episodes are up now, and um, I think the next two come out in the next couple of days. But like their first challenge is they split the, it's a hundred character or hundred contestants and they introduce, I'm pretty sure they introduced every single uh, contestant. It was kind of crazy trying to keep up with like who is who. Um, Listen, I'm going to tell y'all right now, the eye candy on this show. It is amazing. I I don't care who you're attracted to. Um, There are quite a few of the uh, contestants on that show that could clearly... Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. 
seriously, it is one of the most attractive group of people I've ever seen in my life. I have several crushes and um, it's actually just really amazing to see what they can do. And it's like wrestlers and mixed martial artists and MMA fighters and cheerleaders and um, dancers. And I mean, there are so many different types of athletes. It's a really cool show. So if you get a chance, you should totally check that out. Um, But yeah, so I've just been catching up on TV and that's okay, because again, self-care, that's what we need to do. Um, I feel like I just gave an entertainment block for 10 minutes, but that is what has been going on. And um, sitting here, you know, we're, we're prepping for season four of the show, which is still crazy to me. I'm going to say that for the next like 10 episodes, I don't know, until we get to season four's beginning, because I can't believe that we're here. And we are. We are here. We are coming up on season four. It premieres in April, which is just crazy that we've been doing this for so long. And, you know, I started going back through old episodes um, because I'm, you know, I want to do a new commercial for the show. I need to do a new trailer, um, which takes a lot of work. And I was like, oh, maybe I could find some fun quotes. And as I was listening, I was like, oh, my gosh, we have come so far in this show. Um, I hope you recognize that, those of you that have listened to every episode from the beginning. Um, You know, we were plagued with audio problems, and I had no idea what I was doing when I first started. I still don't know what I'm doing. I am, I'm learning as I go, which is one of the reasons why I love doing this, because it's like learning a new skill every time. And going back and listening to some of these very first episodes is, (laughs) whoo, it was, it was, it was rough. Uh, it's, it's rough. Um, but as I was doing it, I thought, you know, what would be kind of fun is to take a moment to go down memory lane. And, you know, we have listeners who've never gone back and listened to the beginning of the show. And that is, listen, that is totally fine. No one, no one is upset about it. I am not upset about it. I mean, there are, you know, my gosh, we're, I don't know how many episodes we've done now, 75, 80, somewhere 90 in there. Um, That's a lot of episodes to binge through. And maybe you're like, you know, no, I'm not going to listen to the first one. I'm going to go start in the middle or I'm going to start with the most recent episode. And it's totally fine. Um, There are other people that will go back and listen to the very beginning of the show and binge their way through it until they're caught up. And that's awesome too. But if you're not one of those people, this might be some new stuff. But I thought we would do uh, some of the best bits from the first couple of episodes. So as I'm listening to these and cracking up at how horrible I think they sound, uh, I thought I would pick out a couple just really quick sound bites that um, I think are interesting or funny or sweet or scary. And uh, just to kind of give you an idea and let you see how the show has evolved. Because before, if you remember... Um, this very first episode of the show with Guessy Bestie Pam, way, way back in the day, I am actually pulling it up right now because I don't even know. It was, uh, oh my gosh, it was way back in April. Is it April? I think it was April. I'm pulling it up. Sorry. I should have been way more prepared, but I just got to talking about the TV stuff and forgot to keep clicking. Um, yeah, it was back in April the 8th. That was our first episode that that aired, and that was with guesty bestie co-host Pam. And it was just a chance to kind of get to know me, get to know my, my bestie, and really see all the changes that have happened. And, you know, there was a part where when I first started doing the show, I was actually using my cell phone. <laughs> to record. And I was having my friends use their phones because it was in the height of the pandemic. We weren't allowed to go see each other, right? We were on lockdown pretty much. And, um, you know, 
I said, okay, let's try to figure this out. And thankfully, Anchor has an option where you can make a phone call and record that way. Not realizing that, one, there's a delay. Two, you have to have amazing Wi-Fi turned on. Three, you have to have all of your apps turned off and notifications turned off. And you can't go off the screen because it'll stop recording. There was so much chaos in the first, I would say, three episodes of the show. I don't even know. No, first two first two, uh, because we switched to a different system at that point. I had no idea what we were doing. Half of Pam's show got, we just deleted it. We didn't know what happened to it. It was gone. So we had to re-record the next night and catch back up. And we ended up talking about it on the show. It was chaos, y'all. It was absolute chaos. But we made it through. And as I was listening to Pam's episode, I thought it was really funny because we talked about, um, my reasons for not wanting to go camping because I literally hate it. And as I'm listening to Pam's episode, I was like, oh my God, how did I even let this air? Somehow in the recording, it put Pam, her track, ahead of my track. So it sounds like Pam is constantly interrupting me with comments from the future. It is the most bizarre thing. I forgot that that happened and I went back and listened to it. And I was like, oh my God, no one should listen to this episode. But it's gotten like over 100 listens, which is great. But, <laughs> oh my God. So anyway, I, I think it's funny, and I think you all enjoy just a, a quick trip down memory lane with Gesty Besty Pam and I talking about why I don't like camping. I really don't, um, but you do, and I always feel like I'm living vicariously because, except for when you go camping, camp because to me that would be my own personal level. Let of me house. just tell you, if you came to our campground and matter. our camper, you'd be like, "Oh, I do like this. This is no. nice." Oh, I think you would. No. I think you would. No. Trust me. <laughs> I'm going to fly out until we'll you know. We'll have you out sometime, <laughs> wherever we go next. <laughs> you can come visit and see what you think. I, you can check out our setup. And... I would like a full, here's what I would want. You know how in Disney World, <laughs> yeah. when the characters are in their costumes? Yeah. They have little air conditioners inside of those oh to my keep them God. cool. Yeah, I would like a hazmat suit. With an air no, conditioner in there. There's no bugs in our Because camper. there's bugs. We have AC. And we have a big screen TV. We bugs. have a full there's kitchen. Bugs. It doesn't. Do you know what it sounds like well, I should do? Might if say I'm going to do that, but, I might as well go to a hotel. To, but you have to enjoy the outdoors too. So if you I don't enjoy the outdoors, then no. Camping is not for you. But. Okay. Right. So so then. Well, you know so I don't no, enjoy the outdoors. Camping is not for you. And glamping <laughs> may not be for you. But. You would like to spend time in the camper because that's I, fun. yeah. We have a little little cocktail. I mean, bar in yeah, there, but then I'm like movies and and our camper friends, the girls. You know what's come gonna in, happen? We watch movies and we have some drinks and we play games and then we go out to the fire pit and we talk and it's just fun. It's oh, it's nice. God, that I'm so happy for you. And my you friends found are so, so much glad joy because that. they were so texting happy. me tonight and they're like, talk about camping. Talk about camping on your podcast. <laughs> because this is our You tell your friends that you don't. They have this to subscribe and donate in now. our free time. This is what we do. So. I, I would, you know what? I could, I'll say this. I could come and hang out for about three hours. Oh my and God. then I would find the no. nearest five-star hotel. <laughs> and I would be upgraded. 
And then I can come Trust back me. the next morning. Trust me. You have to see the camper <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, I could stay in here. This is nice. Cozy. We could spoon on the couch. I don't I don't think pull so. it out into a bed and we can lay and watch movies. I can't. You would love I can't. it. Yeah. You would. You would. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna I don't even have a transition at this point. I just want to get away from this topic. It's oh, it's I'm no. I'm starting to have like the back of my knee sweat when I get anxious and I'm like okay. I can't no, handle you're this not camping. The only it's one. legitimately There's freaking a lot of me out. Feel the way. I get it. I get it. It's so <laughs> don't feel bad. Don't I just feel, feel bad because I do not it's have okay. a transition. I was like, how am I gonna transition to something else? And I'm just not. I'm sorry. This is not a professional podcast, everybody. It's literally been me and Pam talking about random crap for a half an hour now, 45, almost 40 minutes. Uh, you know, and I'm, there's a whole show that I planned. So I just, I can't handle Like, I'm not kidding. I wish you could see me right now. Like, I, I'm about to go turn the air conditioner on. I'm so hot. The idea of me being stuck outside in nature. I don't care if there is a big screen TV. I don't care. It oh is my str- my, my, I am having heart palpitations. It sounds awful. And here's what I feel like is going to happen. I'm putting this out in the atmosphere. Like, I don't, I would not ever want to go camping with someone. And I feel like in about There's a year, no- I'm going to meet somebody me. and fall camping in love. And they're going to want to camp. And I'm going to have to suffer. A trend. People are all about camping right now. Ugh. Yes, they are. It, it no. It's not it's Hiking, not anywhere what I need in my life. We are, we are moving pits, off of this topic. Tell your friends walking, they're welcome. They're ugh, no. You fishing, I'm, I'm transitioning over to our have you canoeing. <laughs> That's even worse. Oh my god. <laughs> First of all, you know this, but maybe our listeners don't. But here's the deal. I have a ridiculous fear of okay, dirty so water. Camping like, near a river I... is not for you. Oh, God. Absolutely. Everybody gets mad because I refuse to go on float trips. If I can't see the bottom of the water, I am not going. And I don't honestly, go in ponds. I don't, like it either, I don't go in I'm lakes. On, I, I don't go in rivers. And I'm not like, I never really get in the water like. I'm usually on a oh. float or something, so. I feel like you have. have. I told you why? Did some snake get you or something? Water. A snake or something? Or eel? It's because something. I'm afraid. No, no. I am afraid of the of the Brazilian pea monster. There's... <laughs> I'm not kidding. There's like this, there's like this fish down in the amazon or whatever uh-huh. i don't know and like if you pee in the water it swims up because it's attracted to the warmth and it and it fangs out inside of your, your uh, well, belly you know, and i there are times I when you're in there in the it, water and you feel oh God, a little something I nipping can't. at you so i understand stop where you're coming from. stop it stop it <laughs> i i can't we are trans we're done we're done we're, i can't we're done okay so first off i'm just gonna tell you all I don't care what science says. The fact that somebody said that there's this fish that will swim up your pee hole frightens the hell out of me. But I did want to do just a smidge of research and make sure (laughs) that it truly exists. And there's a lot of talk about, you know, does it truly exist? Is it attracted to to humans and especially men? Um, So there is a fish called uh, 
Kandaroo, and it is typically located in the um, Amazon down in South America, and it's supposedly it's, it's kind of a type of a catfish, basically, um, but it's more like an eel kind of a thing. And what it is is that it's a parasite, and so the the myth is that it will um, it's attracted to people who pee in the water. I'm not going to say I'm going to pee in the water. Okay, I'm going to clarify that right now. I'm not peeing in the water. But I don't want to take a chance. I don't want to take a chance that it gets confused. So, but apparently if, if you pee in the water, it is attracted to the warmth or something. And I don't know. And it swims into your little hole and then it fangs out and attaches itself in place in your urethra. And so uh, there are all kinds of like ridiculousness that is said about this fish, okay? I, I don't care. I don't care that there's a rumor that it lays eggs. I don't care that it could jump up out of water. I don't care that it could kill you or that you might have to lose. No, no, I do care about that. Like, you, you might end up losing your, your hoo-hoo dilly. And according to Healthline.com, I don't know, they sound they sound legit, who knows? Um, they said that that there's there was the most recent case happened in 1997, and where you were all just claimed that he had to remove a Karen Dew from a person's urethra. But there were all these inconsistencies with the account. And then in 2007, there was another, or 2001, there was a study found that Karen Dew may not be actually attracted to urine. So if, if this has ever happened, they're saying that if it entered a human urethra, it was most likely by mistake. And the limited space and the lack of oxygen would kill it immediately because there's no way that it could... Um, it can it can live in there um you know there are some other tiny organisms obviously like utis and stis that can um affect your hoo-hoo dilly i don't care i'm still not getting in water i can't see the bottom of because it's it's this is all myths are based in truth somehow that's all i'm gonna say and i do not want um that fish anywhere near any part of me ever I don't know. It's gross. And I don't like the outdoors. I'm really not an outdoorsy person, even though I am planning a trip in the future that I'll talk about later on, uh, where I'll be spending a lot of time outdoors. I'm not really an outdoorsy person uh, because I don't like bugs and I don't like fish. I don't want to eat fish. I don't like watching them in tanks. I'm not just, it's fine. Like, no. And I don't want to have a fish in my pee hole. Moving on, um, our... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, moving on. Our next clip is from the second episode of the show uh, with guestie bestie Tiffany. And it aired back in April of 2020 as well. And um, this clip, honestly, this part of the show really helped to inspire the Halloween spooktacular that we do every year. And it's Tiffany and I having a conversation about our experiences as children uh, with the paranormal storm is coming I still never figured out what was going on with my dog he went he sleeps in at the bottom of my bed at the foot of the mattress mm -hmm. and he um sat on the bed and like stared out the window like he was still staring out the freaking window when we fell asleep do you and I'm like okay, weird I know you and I both have our beliefs in the paranormal um mm -hmm. I truly believe that dogs sense spirits and like negative energy sure. too because I know when we were growing up in mm -hmm. my house um, our dogs would definitely respond to the energy in the air or the, the entity mm -hmm. that we could see. Um, mm -hmm. so do you think maybe something might've been outside the window 
like that you couldn't see, but it could. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. So, so Michael started building the downstairs, like that den. Um, it was open and he put in French doors cause he's working from home now. And so ever since then, Comet will just like sprout out of bed and start barking down the stairs and run downstairs. And then he'll come back up and come back to bed. Like nothing's even a big deal. And so I'm like, well, maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's like the, I don't know, like the settling sounds different because now there's a new wall mm-hmm. or sometimes I've heard like that remodeling sometimes shifts things in your house. So I'm like, I don't know if that's what's going on. It could have shifted the energy a um, little bit. Yeah. But I'm like, we, since we've been on this phone call, I have been in my bed and comets at the foot of my bed, my trusty little companion mm-hmm. and my bedroom door wasn't shut all the way. And it just started slowly opening. And I'm like, well, that's really weird. <laughs> and then, um, but I'm like looking at comet and he does not care at all. So I'm like, okay. And then I heard Micah come in from the garage. So I, I just decided that it was like my bedroom door is at the top of the stairs. And if you go directly down the stairs, it's the garage door. So I think Micah opening the garage door to go out there Pretty into the fun. garage, probably yeah. some air. But like I decided I didn't care because Comet didn't care. So I trust my dog. My I know. My that's, door just opened by itself, but Comet doesn't care. So I'm continuing with this conversation. <laughs> that's why I want a dog. <laughs> you know that I yeah. uh, grew up in a house that was haunted. And that mm-hmm. ghost followed my family for years. And I don't mind talking about it because mm-hmm. whatever. But I think it also in, in that environment has made me more aware of energy around us. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there are times where I'm like, man, I just wish there was another, like there was a dog here. For some reason, I feel more protected mm-hmm. because I feel like the dog would get it. You know, the dog would sense it too. And I wouldn't be like, just being like crazy. Yeah, he would know something you don't. Right. Like, I know that my apartment's haunted. Yeah, I actually, I mentioned I something about that with my friend. Say it again. Oh, I was just saying that I was telling my friend whenever I was like, comments acting super weird. Like, I sent her a video of him standing at the top of the stairs. Um, Like, I was at the bottom and he was at the top and he was just panting so heavily. And he doesn't ever do that. Um, and he'd sit on the couch and stare out the window in the same direction every time. And then, um, I was telling her, I was like, I don't know if it's because like, you know, Micah started building that room and sometimes that does shift the energy a little bit. I don't know what's going on. Cause he never, like, he has never, um, growled at nothing. Like he's a, he's a really good guard dog. If, you know, if we're up here and, you know, Micah's not home and he comes home late and Comet hears it, he'll start growling and run downstairs and then see that it's Micah and move on. Like, mm-hmm. he's a really, really good, 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 good dog. Um, but this was like, we were all here. And like, Gabe sleeps with us because um, I have attachment issues. And he, so we're all up here in this, in bed and Comet is like growling. And then he goes downstairs, comes back up and everything's fine. So, but he's never done that until that room started getting built. Well, and so I think either. But yours, it's you have like a brand new house, right? Like no one's lived in that house yeah. before, correct? So maybe it's just no, the, the the land. Because usually, from what I've read and what I've experienced, it's when you start doing like a lot of remodeling, like on an old house, that can shift up energy mm-hmm. and kind of make some right. spirits move around. Right. So yeah, maybe, and this is brand new. Yeah, but <laughs> I was talking to one of my friends, and she's Native American, so she's like super interesting to talk to. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and she was like, well, I mean, you could be on Indian burial grounds. And I was like, can we not? Cause I've seen poltergeists and I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hearing what you're having to say. Um, but like she, and she is super, like sh- she's super sensitive to that stuff anyway. Like, I feel like it's hard for her on a day-to-day basis to even make it through a day because of all the things that she picks up. So I'm like, Hey, my dog's barking. What's going on? Right. Can you tell from New Hampshire what's happening? <laughs> yeah. But wait, but did, she was whenever I say, Am I remembering right? Go on. Did you grow up with stuff happening in your house too when you were a kid? Was there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, we lived in a, in Moscow Mills, and that, like, my sister, this sounds super silly, but my sister saw, a Barbie shoe hop across the floor and she still swears that she saw that. And then I, um, me and my sister shared a room and we snuck into my brother's room and we were playing and we weren't, we weren't supposed to be up. It was the middle of the night. And so I peeked out of my bedroom, my brother's bedroom. Cause I was going to go to the kitchen. And so I stick my head out of his bedroom door and I look to the right and, um, I see this like, and it's pitch black. Cause we live in Moscow mills. Like, we're talking 35 years ago, Moscow mills was even darker than it probably is now. You know, there's nothing there. So the house is super dark and I peek out in the hallway and I see this like shadow. So it's darker than the night and it's got red eyes and it like peeks around the other corner. So I stick my head out the bedroom door and it sticks its head around the corner, like almost to match what I'm doing. And I was like, well, that's really freaking scary. So I went in my brother's room and I did not get a drink. Um, but I ended up mentioning it to my mom at some point. I don't know if it was the next day or 10 years later. Um, I think I must've mentioned it sooner because she was like, Oh, maybe it was a reflection, like the lights off the stove or something. But I think she was just trying to make me feel better, but she Mm -hmm. knew that there was something weird in that house. Also, my brother used to always like cry that skeletons were knocking on his window. Um, who knows about that, but my mom said there was one night that she and my dad were in bed and they heard cabinets in the kitchen opening and closing. And so they um, sat up in bed and they're like, what is going on? And so they turned on the light and their bedroom door, like they heard somebody run through their bedroom door and they heard the footsteps in front of their bed. And they had a door that went out to a, like a patio breezeway from their bedroom. And so they said they heard um, something like run past and then go through the door and then through like stomping on the patio. Oh, so super weird. And then mom got like, she had a dream. She was in a room. Like I was just talking to her about it and I still can't remember it completely clearly, but my friend, the native American said that her brother had a very similar dream. And so my mom was in a room and there were like hands reaching out of the walls. This sounds super crazy listeners are going to think I'm insane, but she um, said she, it was like a lot of moaning and screaming and like agony sounds. And like one of them grabbed her um, by the hand and that woke her up. And she said her hand was like super swollen. So she ended up actually getting diagnosed. Like maybe a spider had bitten her or mm. something, um, but there were no wounds or anything. And then she ended up, um, getting like right after that she got so sick and I don't remember any of this so clearly I totally blocked it out like I don't remember any of it but she was wheelchair bound for a while because she got so sick she almost died and was this when we were friends or when you were younger no I was um 
we moved from Moscow in sixth grade. So anywhere, like, I'm going to say it was before third grade, at least. Mm. I don't remember. Like, I can't even tell you when this was. Like, I've, I've heard the story, mm-hmm. but I don't remember. I don't ever remember my mom being in a wheelchair, ever. Um, but whatever happened to her hand, like, after that, that's, I think that's why they were thinking it might have been a spider bite is because it affected her whole body. And then they were like, maybe it's rheumatic fever. We don't know. But she, at that point, had started, like, going to church and kind of studying the Bible and stuff. And so she thinks it was, like, a demonic attack trying to get her to, um, like, not go into that direction. So, yeah, that's honestly where the idea really came from creating the Halloween spectacular and uh, getting people to talk to us about their experiences with the paranormal. And um, every season we have had a spectacular um, that you can go back and listen to. And we've got, you know, we uh, the first season we had uh, listeners call in and uh, leave voicemails about their experiences we had in season two we went to a home that was haunted by uh, a number of spirits and uh this past season we went to a haunted farm and cabin and uh did a little ghost hunt um also mixing in other little fun things uh for the show too so check those out um you can always go back to um your feed and scroll through whatever app you're listening to this on, or you can check out our webpage at gabbingwithgason.com and just type in Halloween or uh, Spooktacular, and uh, it'll pull up those shows for you to go back and listen to. They're always a good time, so I highly encourage you to go listen to them, and just know that I am currently planning the Halloween Spooktacular uh, coming up for this year, too, and I think it's going to be a fun one, so yeah. Um, our next clip is from episode three of the show, which was with guesty bestie Sarah. And um, <laughs> everywhere Sarah and I go, if we're together and it's just us, people think that we're married. And that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel the same way about you. And sometimes I have to laugh because I think, well, other people must see that too, because they're always saying that we have kids. <laughs> <laughs> or that we're married <laughs> and the look of horror on both of our faces when that happens that we'll look at each other like, literally the worst thing we should tell everybody about that so sarah and i we work on pride together uh pride of our pride festival and um we'll talk about that more obviously but we'll tell the story real quick and so we were out getting supplies for an event we were hosting and I don't know why it got chosen that it was you and I to be the runners that day and then it's also been decided that you and I never get to go shopping together again um my favorite is to shop with you but I understand why nobody wants we're gone to for like eight hours <laughs> I know, but we're doing right. stuff. It's not like we're not doing anything. We're like, like there's just, y'all had so much for us to get. And so we had to buy right. timers and like the little minute timers, right? And we go to a store. I won't name its name, but everything costs a dollar. So. <laughs> <laughs> so can you guess what it is? <laughs> and we go, we have all the most random stuff. Right. It's like the most random things like metal pans and and streamers and like just a bunch of stuff that we needed. And we have these timers and that <laughs> checkout lady was like, I bet I know what you're using these for. And I looked at Sarah. <laughs> and so I don't my mind did not go to 
children. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you. What did your mind go to? Because mine immediately went, does she think we're using them from some type of sex? Like, what? <laughs> That's where my mind was. Like, <laughs> okay, well, it was a minute last time. You got <laughs> <laughs> I bet you use these to put your kids into time out. And then I looked at Sarah and I was like, I'm clearly gay. Like, the name of this podcast is Gabbing with Gay Son. So, (laughs) you know, I mean, I'm not like running around, you know, just screaming I'm gay at the top of my lungs. But it's very noticeable that that I am you know, if you went by stereotypes, I'm a, I'm a gay man. And when she said, you put your kids into timeout, I remember just looking at you and neither of us said anything for a good <laughs> minute. I didn't know what to say. Like, I don't know what I was more shocked at, that that's where her mind went or that we had children and we, you know, were using these for them. <laughs> Because I was still on, like, does she think we're having sex? I know. Oh, what? It, and then we had to, like, go along with it because both of us felt that pressure to be like, we don't want to call you out. You know, neither of us wanted to make you feel bad. I know. Like, <laughs> but, yep. But then the walk back to the, the walk back to your car was just talking about how much of a jerk. Our yeah, what was our was. kid's name? We made up an entire story while we were there. I don't know. Did you say it was it Joffrey? Was Joffrey. That's right, Joffrey was an asshole. That's what it was. <laughs> and it was, I think I blamed your side of the family. Yeah, we kept arguing about oh. where he got his little uh, jackass yeah. abilities. Again, it was so bizarre. I've never had someone just automatically assume. And again, I was like, for our kid, what? Please just ring us out fast. No. Well, that happened. (laughs) Well, that happened to anime too. I don't know if you remember that, but when we went over to see the people that made the swords. Yeah, Anime St. Louis. I'm going to give them a shout out because I love them so much. And Oh, I love them too. But um, I just thought it was so funny because they were like, oh yeah, um, married couples love to get out their aggression with these things. Are you guys going to find each other? Oh, that's right. And I was like, we're not married. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The look you gave me. Just... <laughs> oh my God. And I just wanted to be like, oh, come on, honey. Let's go oh, to the ring. I was, I was, it wasn't even anything at you. I was just really mad because I was like, I'm single. Please don't be telling people here I'm married. God. <laughs> right. I was so mad. I uh, was livid that day. I really was. That was so funny. You were. You were really upset <laughs> was about like, it. Really? God. Totally blocking my game, sir. Because I was totally, I remember it now. I was checking out <laughs> the guy that was next to us. Do you remember? There were some guys fighting, and I was like, hey. Yeah, I think that's why I got you to walk over there with me in the first place. Because I wanted to check out the rubber swords and you were like oh okay well i want to check out i want to check out this gentleman (laughs) so we were like okay we'll go over there and then yeah i just sounded like such a skis right there i'm just going i'm just here to check out your swords sir i don't get it i don't know it's not like we give off a flirty vibe either i maybe we just look paired well together but 
No. Um, and then I thought it would be funny if I could link those timers in the show notes. You can get them at, it's Dollar Tree. I don't know why I didn't care. Like, I was like, I'm not going to say the name. Who cares? It was Dollar Tree. And I thought, oh, well, maybe I should link the timers so you could buy these timers that, you know, apparently for children. Uh, they don't They don't sell them anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's three years ago. Why, why would we think that they still would? But it's Dollar Tree. I don't know. They sell everything else. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Um, next up, and it's our, it's our last clip, uh, for the show today, but it is guesty bestie Rachel from episode four. One of my absolute favorite friends. Her nickname was always going to be drunk. Um, as I was listening to Rachel's episode, I remembered that Rachel actually got married during the height of the pandemic and her wedding had to literally change multiple times the week of based on what was happening. And, uh, so I just think it's a sweet story of, of how their wedding ended up going off and uh, being perfect. Wow, you two are a match made. And when you were like, hey, you know, I've got to keep my wedding small, um, but I really want you and Gina to be there. I honestly felt really honored that you chose us to go, even though we did offer to be your bartenders so we could do both. We go to yeah. and be your bartenders. <laughs> um which would have just been dangerous because it would have been me yelling at Gina to stop drinking all night and her yelling at me to drink yes. more. Um, <laughs> it's literally what it would have been. Um, but I was really, honestly, I was really touched that, you know, out of all of your friends, you said, no, I really want, you know, you two to be there. Um, and so I was really excited because I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be like, this is my wedding of the year. I don't know what this wedding is going to be like, but Josh is a part of this wedding. Rachel's a part of this wedding. It's going to be crazy. I can't wait to go. And then COVID hit right when you were supposed to get married. Oh, yeah, like the week before they started shutting things down. Like one week. And they, they shut your venue yep, down, Yep, it was right? a county park. So that was one of the first to go. Oh. So you all still decided to go ahead and get yep. married during COVID. So um, if you don't mind sharing with everybody, how did that happen? What did you do to ensure that you could still... Uh, marry the man that you love on the this you act you didn't change the date like it was still you're good to go like no we're I had custom made Chuck Taylors I can't change the date over for my Chuck Taylors <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean and marry the love of my life oh uh, right well <laughs> but uh no I mean we we really talked about it now I wanted a small wedding to begin with like smaller than. The 170 people we had to invite but like 90, 90 <laughs> 95 of that was josh's family alone like his aunts uncles cousins and that's it like his family is just huge so and then my family family on top of that it was really tough because we had to go from 170 people down to 50 people down to 33 people down to 20 people down to 10 in in one week so his parents live on some land. And so we got married at our in-laws house. We met with them a bunch. Um, they were super honored to have us get married there. You know, we just decided that we're just going to do it. Um, we don't need a bunch of people to watch us. Although that would have been fun. Um, we were, we just wanted to get married. We've been together, you know, it's seven years this year. So we just, we were ready to just get married. We've been planning it for a year and a half. Just so crazy. 
And you streamed it, which I loved. You streamed it on Facebook. We all got to watch you get married. And I will admit, I might have cried one or two. Oh, in my wedding pictures, you can see Um, my makeup. Like, there's, like, lines down my cheeks for my tears falling. Because I was crying. His vows were so funny. Did you hear them? And so per. Oh, of course. That's uh, one of the big times when I started crying when he got choked oh, up. Oh, yeah. I was just like, oh. And he got choked up on from coronavirus to Miley Cyrus. It's about the crime. Yeah. And that's when he got choked up. So, like, he was trying to be funny and he still was emotional about it. I, I lost it. I was like, I- oh, my gosh. Can you, can you say that vow again? Because I know I laughed over it, but it still makes me laugh. I want to try not to laugh yeah. this time. Say it one more so, time. So from coronavirus to Miley Cyrus, it's about the climb. <laughs> Could you tell? Ugh, I literally am crying. It's so fucking ridiculous, but it's so him. Oh, uh, when did you see oh the preacher? God. Or he he's he's our one of our buddies who's ordained. And he was on like one of yeah. Josh and mine's very first dates, like where I met Josh's friends. We went and saw him play. So he married up after yeah. Josh's vows. He was laughing so hard. And he goes, thank you for that. Like, <laughs> it was so amazing. Now I have to ask though, did, and I thought I saw this, but was everyone wearing like masks at the time? Cause you got it down. You said yeah, 10, 10 people. people. So right. some people came and watched in their cars, so which made it over ten. But yes, ten we we planned for okay, ten. Good. Um, but yeah, so the groomsmen that showed up, we had them put masks on for the picture. So we only got ten masks, and there was about twelve or thirteen total for some of those mm-hmm. pictures. Uh, but yeah, like uh, my mother-in-law, whoever altered her dress just gave her masks for the wedding. That's interesting. I can't, you know, because again, we weren't aware. The news really hadn't started getting crazy until right around your wedding. And I just remember being like, I don't know what she's going to do. I remember calling Gina and going, I mean, we can't go. And she was like, well, no. And I was like, what are we, I don't even know what to do. I don't know what she's going to do. And I think you look beautiful. You You did. You look absolutely beautiful. Um, The wedding was adorable. Adorable. And I just love that you shared that day with all of your friends. Um, so those of us that were stuck at home could actually see it. Like, I remember I set an alarm to make sure that I could get there. And I got on there just in time, like right as it was starting. And then I actually went back and watched it again later that night because I wanted to see it again. Because um, it was so cute. It was just a really cute, a really cute wedding. From coronavirus to Miley Cyrus. It's all about the climb. I still laugh. It's been three years now and I'm still cracking up about it. Oh my gosh. Um, well, I hope this was a fun little little trip down memory lane for you. As like I said, we're, you know, we're getting prepared for season four coming up here in just a, a few short months. It's very quick. So we've got a lot going on as we are getting closer to season four starting. And uh, just remember, hey, we've got a contest happening. That's right. There is a contest happening. And uh, as you know, February hosts a holiday that I think is trash and I refuse to give it its given name. Uh, I like to call it Single People's Awareness Day. And so this year I wanted to celebrate with everybody by giving you an opportunity to celebrate a little bit with me and uh, giving a chance to win the Gabbing with Gason Single People Awareness Day prize pack. 
It's ridiculous. Your prize pack uh, will include all kinds of fun stuff for Single People's Awareness Day, selected by yours truly. So, you know, it's going to be kind of gay. Uh, it's going to have some candy for you, a fuzzy stuffed friend, a copy of my favorite holiday movie for this month, My Bloody Valentine, the original, and a Toonie Terrors action figure of the killer in the movie, The Miner. Um, I would send Malibu, but the state of Missouri does not allow us to transport liquor around. So, um, but yeah, if you're out of out of driving distance, I'll be happy to ship it to you as long as you are in the United States. If you are outside the U.S., I don't know if you can share it or not, but thanks for listening. Um, but it'll notify me when you share an episode. So that's all you got to do to win this contest is share an episode of the show. That's it. Yeah, simply. Uh, when I post an episode on Facebook, share it. It'll tell me. Sorry, we're not on like the Instas and the and the Twits and the and the and the uh, the the TikToks. We're not there yet. Uh, who knows? Maybe uh, eventually. But all you gotta do is just share it on Facebook. That's it. Super simple. Share an episode, and it doesn't have to be the most current episode. It could be one of your favorites from the past. It's okay to share a Halloween spooktacular in the middle of February. It's fine. Well, not really the middle of February because this contest is going to end on Friday. Uh, February the 3rd, all right? So Friday the February the 3rd at midnight because I want to make sure if I do have to ship it to you that I can hopefully get it to you before um, Single People's Awareness Day. So simple thing, all you got to do is share the show. That's it, share an episode, just one. But if you want to keep sharing more, that means more entries into the uh, rainbow where we'll draw the winner. So um, that'll be very exciting. Uh, also, one other thing, we are currently doing a survey just to kind of get your thoughts on how the show has gone for the past three seasons and what you would like to see in the future. Are there are things that you like, things that you're not a big fan of. Uh, we want to know. So in the show notes um, and on the gabbingwithgason.com page, you will find a link to a very short survey. It takes less than four minutes. I'm telling you, it takes less than four minutes in honor of season four. And because I hate taking long surveys myself, but it's very quick. You can go through there, you know, I'm sorry, but we know people are playing on your phones while you're going patty. Okay. We know that you're doing it. All right. Take the survey then. You clearly have time. <laughs> you're playing on your phone anyway. Take the survey. Take the survey. We appreciate any survey responses we get. Uh, that survey will be up until March first. So it is very short, less than four minutes. I promise you, for some of you, it's probably going to be a minute, maybe two. It's probably going to take enough, just most of that time is going to be loading. But uh, it's, a, it's an anonymous survey. You don't have to leave your name or anything like that unless you want to. And uh, we really appreciate it because it does help me get the show the way that you want it, right? Like, you know, some people say, hey, I like it when you do a shorter show. Some people say, hey, I like it when you keep your shows long. Um, that's fine. We want to know. You know, we want to know what people like because you've been listening for so long and I love it. I can't believe it. I'm just shocked. I'm shocked every time I look and I see the episodes climbing up higher and higher in numbers. So, um, but yeah, season four is on its way. It's going to be really exciting. We've got some cool stuff coming up and um, we appreciate you all. We just do. So the other thing is that if you would like to help the show monetarily, you're more than welcome to do so. Uh, please remember that we are the home of the 99 cent podcast because that's all the entertainment I can afford to give you. That's right. Um, 
But you can become a Patreon by going to patreon.com and searching for Gabby with Gazelin. There'll be a link in the show notes. We have fun tiers over there. Um, one of them, you actually get a present from me. So, you know, hey, join it. Um, maybe you know somebody that likes to just give money away. There's a $100 tier on there. Like if somebody were to actually want to give us $100 a month, uh, first of all, that would change my life, and I don't know what I would do, and I would probably cry. Um, but there's some really exciting things when you donate, like each tier, and you can donate as little as a dollar a month, and that is fine. All right, that's twelve dollars a year. Okay, it's a dollar a month. That's all I'm gonna say. It's a dollar. All right. You can't even buy something at Dollar Tree for a dollar anymore. It's a dollar twenty-five at this point. It's a dollar. Give up a dollar. It's fine. No, really. But if you, yeah, you can do that way. You can also um, go to anchor.fm, uh, look at the show notes there, and you can donate, ni- you know, 99 cents there as well, uh, or a dollar, whatever you, <laughs> whatever you want to do. Um, we also have our Amazon wish list, which is getting updated, but it is available too. So you, if you, maybe you don't want to give us money, and that's totally fine too. Maybe you just want to buy something that your show needs. Um, feel free. Um, I will be very, very excited. And if you want me to mention it on the air, I will. Um, I appreciate it. But yeah, so you can do that. And uh, don't forget, um, The Missing Movie Club is back. It's another podcast that I co-host with several of our famous guesty besties, uh, Chris, Pamela, and John. And uh, each month we talk about a movie that one or more of us have never seen. So we get together, we watch the movie, and come back and talk about it. And half the time, we don't even talk about the damn movie. Um, It's a good time. But you can find that podcast on Anchor and all the other podcast apps as well. So definitely check those things out. Oh my gosh. All right. That is enough from me today. I hope you all have a fantastic rest of the month of January. It's very shortly ending and uh, we'll get ready for, ugh, we'll get ready for the month of love uh, coming up in our next episode. So until next time, be loud, be proud, be bold, be brave, and keep sharing your joy because that's how we get through all life's craziness. And I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Seriously, you've never seen that movie before? I don't, I don't think I've seen that. It doesn't really fall in my wheelhouse. Maybe we should get together sometime and watch it. That's why we formed the Missing Movie Club, where we can watch and discuss the movies that some of us mysteriously missed. None of us are celebrities or comedians or claim to be film experts. We're just regular folks who love movies. <laughs> and we hope you'll join us first Thursday of every month on whatever podcast platform you are listening to. Jump onto our website, missingmovieclub.com. And I stole